This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. This is Writing Excuses, Season 6, Episode 10, Orson Scott Card's Mice Quotient. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. All right. So, Mice Quotient. Mary, explain to us what this is. All right. This is a theory that Orson Scott Card talks about in two of his books, um, Character and Viewpoint and How to Write Science Fiction. The idea is uh, mice stands for milieu, idea, character, and event. The idea is that every story is made up of those four elements and that at any given point, one of those elements may dominate. In short stories, you may choose only one of those elements. In novels, you usually have all four playing against each other. Um, so a mil- novelette only gets two and a half? That's right. The more, <laughs> the more of those plot threads you add, the longer... Novelette ought- gets two, novella gets three, mm-hmm. novel gets four. That's exactly. how they're defined, actually, according to Hugo rules. Yep, Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Dan just made that up, so don't look so confused. <laughs> no, no, no. I was looking confused because I didn't have a punchline. Mary, I'm sorry to have interrupted. <laughs> that will never happen again. There's the punchline. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so milieu is um, basically a st- where the story takes place. And the idea with each of these is that the type of story that you're telling, um, where you start and where you end mirror each other. So Milieu's story starts when you enter the space and ends when you exit it. And a classic example of this would be like Alice in Wonderland. Starts when she goes into Wonderland, ends when she, she comes out. Okay. Gulliver's Travels. And classic the stories example. in those cases are all very much about the setting. Exactly. Yep. Um, Lord of the Rings can be viewed as a Milieu story because it starts right. when they leave the Shire and ends when they come back. Probably The Hobbit is a little bit better yes, as even a, more so. an example mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, idea stories are stories in which you've got to, you start with a question. Uh, mystery stories are classic examples. Why is this body on the floor? Okay. Um, because Howard was hungry. <laughs> no, I why is the body still there? We knew <laughs> Howard was hungry. Shouldn't we be making a John Cleaver joke at that point? No. We, we make Howard jokes on this Yeah, because uh, John would have stuffed it somewhere. It would be on the floor. John does not leave his body. Although that would be a... Good mystery you guys badly underestimate my ability to hide your bodies when you're <laughs> gone. What am I sitting on? Jordo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi! Uh, so, idea. Idea. Character stories. Um, well, start- to, to finish your idea oh, with sorry. idea, yeah. the story that starts with a question, I assume, ends, ends with when the you answer, answer the question. Okay. You know why the body is on the floor. Uh, character stories... start with a character who is dissatisfied with their lot in life or some aspect of their life and ends when they either become satisfied or become uh, reconciled to the fact that they're just stuck like this. Um, And event stories are things in which something goes horribly, horribly wrong with the status quo. And that can be anything from, there's a black hole in the middle of the earth Mm. to... um, So we start with a problem and end with the solution? And either end with the solution or when everybody dies. That's a solution. Yeah, exactly. No one will be worried about the black hole (laughs) on the earth if they're not alive to worry about it. So So true. Does anyone else think that um, that Scott Card cheated a little bit by using Milu just because setting um, would have made it say size? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) He had ice and he's like, Hmm, how can I make this? <laughs> Ices, no. 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 Size, no. 
Mice! Yes! It is easy, makes it easy to remember. Yes. And um, these are really good advice. I mean, we, we talked about, we had one person on um, the Twitter Q&A ask us something to use other than 3-Act. Well, this is something you could use. Granted, you can mix this with 3-Act pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But learning to look at your story, and it's actually one of the big questions I get all the time is, how do I know when I have a scene or a chapter? How do I know how to write, what is a chapter, where do you end? Well, if you look at this concept, um, it can be very helpful in helping you begin a chapter and end a chapter. If you say, this is an idea chapter, our character walks on stage wanting an answer to this question that is part of the overarching pot, overarching plot. Therefore, they will, we will end the chapter when the answer is either given mm-hmm. um, or you know there is no answer to be found. One of those two things is going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. Fundamentally, one thing to, to bear in mind is that uh, you as the you as the author like having structure because it makes you makes it easier to you know hang ideas on the structure rather than just uh, you know stream of consciousness uh, writing it all out. Readers love to have structure as well, even if the reader can't, even if even if you never as a reader realized that uh, the Hobbit is a milieu story mm-hmm. um, because of the the book ending in the Shire or Lord of the Rings book ending in the Shire. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you've never figured that out before, there is something in your subconscious. There's something that that resonates with you and allows you to uh, better understand, better comprehend the story uh, by virtue of that containment. Mm -hmm. And The Hobbit is not only a uh, milieu story, it's also a character story and an event story as well. Exactly. It's a a novel and you've got time to to approach all of these. What if people came into my house and broke all my plates and made me a burglar? Mm. Yes. now, now, as we're thinking about this, for some reason, the movie Avatar leapt into my mind. And, and you can find great use of all four of these. The, the full plot of Avatar, it starts and ends with the character. Mm-hmm. He, it is a character story, I think, over our, overall, because it's him starting in a position of weakness, and he's crippled, and he doesn't have direction in his life, and it ends literally with him gaining a new life. That's the last shot of the movie. Uh, within that, you have the milieu story of arriving on this new planet although he kind of tweaks the formula because then at the end the solution is i'm going to stay here rather than leave right but the last scene is them marching all the people exactly, off exactly. it starts with people arriving and ends yeah. with them leaving uh you've got the um the idea which i think as a subplot in the middle you have the you know save the planet kind of idea that shows up and s- starts about a quarter of the way in and ends about three quarters of the way out and then you've got various events sprinkled all through it mm-hmm. that they have to deal with. I thought the idea was, what if the company was too stupid to think of a name besides unobtainium? <laughs> you told, that's a sidetrack. One of the... <laughs> sorry. Um, I was stopping myself from tangenting. I'm so proud. Wow. One of the things <laughs> that... We never that, managed yeah. to do that. How wow. did you do it? And we're really oh, we're not doing helping, it now. We're now. really not helping her so, with this goal. One of the things that Scott Card talks about in his book is that, um, that you're basically making a compact with your reader at the beginning of the, the book about what sort of story to expect. And the example that he uses um, is that if you start with an idea story, you walk in, why is, it, why is this dead body on the floor? Who killed this man? And through the course of the story, the detective who is investigating and working with the widow of the man gradually fall in love and they get married and live happily ever after, but you never find out what happened about the body. You will <laughs> hate that right. author 
so much. Oh, that's our writing prompt. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, you're, you're exactly right. The whole concept here is the, the fulfilling of promises. And um, expectations play so much uh, of a role in entertainment. I don't think I understood until I started being a writer and started paying attention to this how much my expectations change in experience. And a book that I could love, if my expe expectations are wrong and I'm wanting something and I read a great book that I would love in other circumstances, I can come out hating. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so... Um the, the, this whole idea that you know we're we're making a contract with the reader, promises to the readers. Um, we've got a body on the floor. If the book begins, um, you know there was a body on the floor, and it was my job to figure out who put it there. Then we know we've got a detective story. Um, if the book begins, there was a beautiful woman in the room, and she was distracting me from the fact that there was also a body on the floor. Then we might be able to actually come to grips with that story being a romance in which the body isn't the problem and the woman is. Mm -hmm. Let's just say it's more than one line, though. Yeah. It's more... Oh, you got it. Exactly. The, the way I'm, I yeah. think about it is, um, is with, as nesting tags in programming. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, if you want to have a bold italic word, I'm yeah. such a geek, then you have to, <laughs> you know, you start with the, the bracket B, or bracket strong now, but yeah. bracket B, yeah. bracket mm -hmm. I, and then you have to go bracket I, bracket B. Yep. You have to close out both of them, and you close them out in the order in which you opened them. Yep, and if you do it backwards, you've got a bunch of messed up uh, code. Yeah, and I find that the same kind of concept generally works when I'm using mice elements in, in mm. fiction. That if I start with, you know, if I start with the idea that I have to end with the idea, and I can do character in the middle of that, yep. but that I have mm -hmm. to end where I started. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Now, usually at this point in the episode, we uh, plug a book, and uh, we're talking about Mice, which is straight out of Scott Card's character How to Write Science Fiction and Fantasy um, or Character and Viewpoint. Um, so Both we available. So we promo um, in one of his books, uh, one of his fiction novels. Um, and the one we picked is Enchantment oh. by Orson Scott Card. Um, Enchantment is one of my favorite books uh, that Scott wrote. It is um, a fairy tale retelling, and for the second part of this podcast, we're actually going to take a fairy tale and we're going to retell it through various elements of the mice quotient. Um, and Enchantment is Sleeping Beauty done in a different way, done basically as a character story, which is very interesting. Um, I really like it, and they have it on Audible. You can go there, download it. Audiblepodcast.com slash excuse, 14-day free trial, and go check out Enchantment by Orson Scott Card. Okay. Um, so we are going to now, let's take a fairy tale. We're going to do Billy Goat's Gruff. Yep. Sweet. Let's take Billy Goat's Gruff and retell it as four different types of stories. Each of these, you know, the, this, the short sequence. What, that's this, what is Billy Goat's yeah. Gruff? What's Mary, the story? Mary, give us the, the 10 second ground so, rules here. So basically what we're talking is first we look at the plot elements. And the plot elements are there are three goats, they cross a bridge, there's a troll, and he scares off the goats one at a time, and then they all finally wind up in the, the meadow. 
So what you want to look at with the mice quotient is where do you start the story and where do you end it? And that will also tell you probably who your point of view character is. Okay. So, so Billy Goat's Gruff, where do you start your, your, your story? Um, you have three different goats and they each approach the troll one so at a time. So let's start with uh, a milieu. Let's start with uh, milieu the story, milieu. which is... Which in that case would be the bridge, mm -hmm. arriving at the bridge and then leaving the bridge at the end. So... So. Yes. Did we do that right, or do we need to replace the bridge with something else? The you could do uh, leave the bridge, or you could also do leaving home and deciding to go to the meadow. Yeah. Um, although, okay. although to do that, you would either have to return back to where they were at the end. Yep. Or have them be very strongly resolved that they like the meadow. Um, I mean, you could do the, the Billy Goat's Gruff as a milieu story by saying we're at the place where the goats live, the goat mm -hmm. village. Um, and the three brother goats want to go experience this thing far off, um, you know, and what, they can't... No, starting with they want to go experience the thing far off makes yeah. it a character makes story. Makes it a character story. Well, how about, though, what, what if we start with, um, with the historical fact that all goats used to live in the meadow and are now trying to return to it? Yes. Does okay. that make it a milieu story? What you really have to have, though, is a lot of the milieu also stories that we've mentioned are fiction. almost kind of accidental. <laughs> yeah. That, that, it's, um, that it's milieu. It's not the character wants to. It's that the character is forced to yeah. enter this space. Mm -hmm. um, and so the, Billy, you know, the, the troll shows up and kidnaps the, the three goats and takes them somewhere. Make, can make it, but that sounds more like an event story. How do we make this actually a milieu story? I think that, that, you, that Dan might have been on... To, yeah, with the bridge, that, mm -hmm. that it becomes then a much more intimate story um, about the, the experience that's on the bridge. Okay. So we come to the bridge and leave the bridge mm -hmm. is our milieu story. Yeah. Um, what about idea story then? An idea story, um, does anyone else want to dive in? An idea story is, is a question raised. Right. Yeah. The question could be what's on the other side of the bridge. Or mm -hmm. what's under the bridge. Yeah, I was going to say what's what is on top the of the bridge. Right. Or what is, um, what is oh, the thing... Oh, that's true. If, if our character is the troll and he keeps wondering what keeps making Who's noise on his roof... Who's that trip tripping across my bridge? Yeah. Right. It could be. Um, or who built the bridge? Who built the bridge goes into, I think, more <laughs> scope than we can deal with. That's it's a cool a, story, Epic though. fantasy. Come on. Yeah. Right. That's true. That's true. Who built the bridge? The troll built it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's or, actually a good world-building question to add flavor to it mid-story. Well, see, that, that actually, I think, is a great question to start with, because if the troll built the bridge, and the goats are wondering who built it, they find out in the end that the troll built it as a trap to catch stupid goats who try to cross it. Yeah. The, there you that's go. That's an idea, story. idea story. It's a toll bridge, and yeah. the toll is one goat per goat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, character story. Event. Um, uh, event no. story. Character story. Oh, character story. We Which, skipped character. Yeah. Yep. So character story would be the one I was talking about right. earlier then. It is, I want to go find out what's beyond, um, you know, I want to... I want to leave the meadow. I want to leave the meadow. I'm the eternal apprentice goat. I'm the eternal apprentice goat who has never been outside the meadow. Or and, alternatively, um, it is, my brothers have wanderlust and I wish they would just stay put and, oh, darn it, I have to follow them across this bridge and our POV character becomes the controlling, you know, pseudo-parental elder brother goat okay. who eventually changes and realizes, oh, I have wanderlust too, or mm -hmm. succeeds in bringing his brothers back across the bridge 
and flooring the goat. Absolutely. Any of those would work. So, okay. See, I can play this game. Event <laughs> story, Howard. This is where something is horribly wrong with the status quo and then returns to either okay or everybody dies. Well, okay. There, um, there's people making noise. There's The troll is hungry. Stupid and bridge. troll has dinner. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's, there's a flood. Um, the field where the goats live has been washed out. They realize they need to go someplace else. They get to the bridge, and one of the things that has happened as a result of the flood is something has washed up under the bridge, and it's alive. There's okay. an event. That is definitely See, I can play this game. Two goats um, leave the goat village and have never returned. <laughs> one goat enters <laughs> and goat two enters. goats leave. And first goat, <laughs> one goat alone has to go recover his brothers. And you frame it as that. The event is my brothers have been kidnapped by the troll and I have to talk my way into getting them back so they don't end up cooked. Mm-hmm. Or to okay. be completely different, there's a flood under the bridge and the troll has to leave. And now the goats are lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and now, in terms of in terms of driving this home for our listeners, uh, the the whole point I think of this exercise is to recognize that you take a story as simple as the Billy Goat's Gruff, and as we've brainstormed this and looked at these story elements, you can now anonymize all of these pieces: replace the goats, replace the bridge, replace the troll, yep. replace the flood, replace the meadow, and you have the elements for a solid story that nobody will recognize as you having stolen from um, mm-hmm. Billy Goat's Gruff. Yep. Uh, mm. But who wrote? Was that the who it, wrote Billy Goat's Gruff? Yeah. It, history. Oh, it's, oh, it's history. Yeah. Okay. The racial. Oh, that's right. Because the goat the thing world. was historical fiction. Got yeah. that. Yeah. All right, then. So, writing prompt. I should probably make myself do it because I haven't done it in a while. So, writing prompt is um, do this with a different fairy tale. Um, Let's let's pick one. Um, Mice quotient for um, Red Riding Hood? Red Riding Hood. Hood. That's a great way. Mice quotient for Red Riding Hood. Try and write, you know, a page of each story of the different things for mice. Okay? Sweet. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. If you aren't familiar with Locus Magazine, they're a long-standing and respected website, magazine, archive, and resource for science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Basically, they're the industry magazine for our genre. They also run the annual Locus Awards, a top-tier award that recognizes new, diverse, and excellent voices in speculative fiction. They tell the storytellers' stories through author interviews, book reviews, curated reading lists, international industry news, obituaries, and more. Locus has meant a lot to me, both personally and professionally. In my career, I've been interviewed by them, and I've also turned to them as a source of understanding who is involved in the industry. Locus is holding their annual fundraising drive to keep their doors open, lights on, and future bright. I'll be contributing to their crowdfunding campaign by donating a cutscene, some original art, and a couple of other things like... Do you want to do a one-on-one chat with me? So join me in supporting Locus. 